Um, no, what I was going to talk about is actually, um, you know, we, we see very commonly angioedema, and they're often the ACE inhibitor-induced type um, angioedema. Um, specific, has anybody ever seen this happen after somebody gets TPA? Okay, you, you have? Okay, yeah. So uh, the ones with TPA can actually get bit bad pretty quick. They're worse than the typical allergic reactions, and they're actually more closely related to the typical lisinopril, ACE, inhi uh, ACE inhibitor-induced angioedemas that we see, um, where they get very prominent swell and it can happen very quickly. Um, the whole pathophys behind both of those is bradykinin, which builds up. Its breakdown is inhibited, and so th as a result of that, there's leaky capillaries and a lot of swelling that can occur. Um, yeah, so the TPA ones... Uh, you know, the pathophys I don't think is really well understood because it's not super common. They do report the ra you know, rate at like 1.6%. I think it's a lot less than that because we see it so infrequently and we see a ton of TPA patients here. What's that? You saw one, yeah. Yeah, and so it's not super common that we see it. And when they get bad, they get bad pretty quickly. So you still manage it the same way as you would otherwise. Um, with those ACE inhibitor-induced ones, I think you'll probably see variability with providers as far as if they're even going to bother giving Solumedrol or Pepsid or Benadryl or any of those kind of things. Uh, if, if it's a really bad one, I tend to just give it because there may be a slight benefit, but it's really probably nothing at all. But giving it routinely is probably not any benefit, even though what's interesting is as you look at the studies, that is considered the standard of care, even though nobody knows, or everybody knows it doesn't really work. Um, the things that actually might be of more benefit but are pretty expensive options, FFP has a lot of those uh, you know, en um, enzymes that your body needs in there to help replenish that, so FFP could offer some benefit with that. There's another newer medicine that's out there called the Catabant, um, it, but it's a bradykinin receptor antagonist. It's pretty expensive. It's somewhere around $5,000 a dose hospital cost. I have no idea what the patient would get charged for that. Um, exactly. 18000 sounds great. Um, but, you know, very expensive. It's a 30 milligram sub-Q dose that you give for that. Um, the studies behind it are pr probably pretty sparse. It's not an FDA-approved indication for it. Um, but that's really kind of, you know, pathophysiologically makes sense. And there have been some studies coming out probably showing some benefit with that. When you look at these ACE inhibitor-induced, you know, bradykinin, you know, is kind of the driving process, the angioedema that lasts on average 27 hours. Now, usually we don't watch patients that long. It's usually three, four hours at most. After that, we decide if we need to admit them or send them home. Um, and you should start to see some benefit. But overall improvement to tell patients about 24 hours is reasonable to tell them before they're back to normal. Um, and avoiding further, uh, you know, problem or further uh, insults is the key. So have them stop that ACE inhibitor. Um, and yeah, so the TPA ones, if they're on an ACE inhibitor and they get that, that's, there's a higher incidence of people getting the TPA with these ACE in, on ACE inhibitors than not, and they think it's all correlated with that. So that's it. Any questions you guys have?